What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, I hope you're having a good day. This is Monique and this is the Brown Vegan Podcast where I love to share practical strategies on how to start a vegan lifestyle as well as talking about just overall wellness, money, mental health, vegan entrepreneurship. This is a lifestyle show. So thank you so much for being here with me. I'm going to keep this intro super, super quick because, yo, this is like my only day off and I put the off in quotation marks because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm not really off because I want to be doing some some work. However, I do want to make sure I have time to make these pancakes I've been thinking about since last night. Go on a walk, take a nap, all of the good things. OK, so we're going to keep it quick. <laughs> On this episode of the show, I have Alethea on here. We are going to talk about how she started and why she started a plant-based journey, growing her meal business, how leading a plant-based life has contributed so many positive outcomes in her life, and why it's okay to take social media breaks, even when you are doing well on social media, why it's okay to take breaks, to reevaluate relax, and to come back to build an even stronger community. As always, you can find the show notes and everything we mentioned in this episode at brownvegan.com. And so, yes, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation with Alethea. How are you? How has life been? How are you feeling these days? What's going on with you? I am good. Life has been lifing way too hard, not going to lie. It's like 2019, and then somehow we got here to 2023. I really can't tell you much about it, but like we're here, (laughs) we're here and we're making it and we're doing the best we can with what we have. So like Mariah Carey, I know you saw that video. A girl, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally been me since like, yeah, the past three years. Like it is what it is. I get it. I get it. it. So I I feel like there's so much we can talk about because not only are you a business owner, but you are really jumping into the content creation. I know when I first started following you, I feel like I saw you for a while and then you just Mm -hmm. disappeared. And then when you disappeared, you came back in full force, though. So it was like it sounds like it was a good break, like you needed that break. So what was that like for you? So I started my Instagram in... 2016, I want to say, like the end of 2016, when I transitioned to a plant-based diet. And at that time, like, I was like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Let me just 
create a page and kind of share my food and see who else eats this way. And like, we'll see what happens. And I ended up being really good at cooking, which I, you know, I didn't really know and taking photos and posting stuff. And I started growing and it was amazing. Honestly, I grew pretty fast because at that time there weren't a lot of people creating content for vegan food. So it was easier to grow your account at that time. But fast forward to 2019-ish, 2020, yeah, that like weird year-ish time, I had a lot of personal things going on in my life and it became overwhelming trying to balance being online and being present for people and being like a happy face and some motivation and inspiration and also dealing with the adversities in my life. My stepmother had passed away from cancer and that was very hard for me to deal with. And then beginning of last year, my niece passed away. She was only 11. So it was like all these things happening all at once. I felt like I really was losing myself. At the same time, I do have a daughter and she just turned 16 last year. So it really made me say like, wait a minute. Yes, I have a (laughs) daughter. I didn't know you had a daughter. And second of all, a daughter that age? Almost a grown yes. daughter. My, da- my daughter's turning 17 this year. She graduates high school next year. Yes. I like you like how I threw that in because I think that's something a lot of people don't know about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them for sure. Cause I I don't know. I, first of all, you look 25. So like, how is that even possible? Let's start there. We'll be 36 <laughs> this year. Thank you nice. very much. God is good. Black don't crack. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so praise God for good genetics and oh. all that. And yeah, people mostly always think that my daughter and not your sister. So shout out to yeah. her. I love you so much. <laughs> but I realized, you know, like so much life was happening and my daughter was getting older and I was like, what's more important to me? Do I enjoy the moments of real time, real life, or do I continue to kind of half-ass this Instagram content thing to keep up with everybody? And I chose life. (laughs) I chose to just be in the moment and be in my life and be a mom and be Alethea and find out who Alethea is because I think you can kind of lose yourself in content creating because you kind of start to become a machine and you have to keep putting out content and keep up with the algorithm and it kind of, you know, it detaches you from yourself. So Mm. I I really noticed that about myself. And I think a lot of people don't speak on it enough because you start to question, am I good enough? Is my content good enough? I'm not getting views the way I used to. I'm not getting likes the way I used to. You know, there's so many new trends and TikTok was coming out at that time too. So I'm like, oh my God. And at that moment, when I took a break, Instagram was switching over to reels. I was like, we have to like, do videos now? Like I spent all this time, years learning food photography, and now you're switching to videos. So it was like so many things happening. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to ground myself. I'm going to find peace within myself. I want to feel inspired to post. I don't want to just post because I feel like I have to. So um, yeah. And I think a lot of people feel like they can't step away, but I've stepped away about three times now since I've had my account. And I can tell you 100%, your followers will still be there. You're still going to be able to come back. Nothing changes on this internet world. Like you can come back and I am 
a testament of that because when I came back, it was October of last year, I was at 8,000 followers and, you know, I was like sad, like I lost a lot of followers during the time that I stepped away for the year, but I was like, you know what, we're back and I'm not even going to think about it. And now I'm well over 12K in January Mm -hmm. and still growing. So breaks are beautiful. And I think for mental health and just for yourself, like it's good to just be in the moment and experience your life. Because I think when you look back on life, when you're getting older and you're like, wow, I spent my whole twenties and thirties being a content creator, but like, what else did you do? Like, Mm. what else do you have to show for yourself? Were you happy? Were you okay? Were you checking on yourself? You know, all of those things. So the break was obviously well needed because, baby, we came back, okay? And we came back, oh, and I was like, look, we're going to do these little videos, okay? I was like, if, the, if you want videos, Instagram, I got you. And mm. I still have no idea what I'm doing. So I always appreciate when people are like, we love your videos because I don't make my videos like everybody else. I don't want to be trendy. I don't – like I said, I'm going to be 36. Like, I'm getting older. I kind of just want to do my own thing. And I feel like if people vibe with me, they vibe with me. If they don't, they don't. Like, it's all good. I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses on Instagram. So I came back, learned how to do the little real thing, and I'm pretty sure I'm doing it correctly. And here we are. <laughs> yes. And it feels good this time around, like you said, because you're not, like you said, following the trends. You don't feel like you have to do the way, you know, the way everything else, everyone else is doing it. So I'm so glad for you for that because yeah. that's, that's real. That is I so real. It's so liberating. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post whatever recipe. I want to post because another thing that was happening when I first started creating content, I was creating content to grow. So it wasn't necessarily maybe something that I would eat fully. And I think a lot of people don't admit to that. Like a lot of mm-hmm. these people making food, girl, they throwing it away. Like they're not eating they it. Don't believe you. Are you talking about like, kind of like how, remember at one point everybody was making a smoothie bowl or avocado. So it's like, I like both of those things, but I feel like, not everybody was necessarily enjoying that. It was kind of like, no, yeah, it was, they was doing it for the views and for the trends and for the likes and stuff. And I kind of fell victim to that, like not eating stuff or, you know, (laughs) trying to push it off on other people. And I was like, I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to like make what I'm going to eat for dinner and I'm going to do a video about it and we're going to keep it moving. So just kind of making realistic food that's near and dear to my heart. It motivates me to continue to do it because I enjoy cooking. I love it. I'm very passionate about it. And being able to show people like, this is my real life. This is really how I eat. This is really the stuff that I'm making. Like that keeps it fun for me and it makes me want to keep posting. Yeah, absolutely. That's This is such a powerful message. It's so important in a space where people are learning to, or they want to be influencers, they want to do this full time and they feel yeah. like they have to, you know, do what everybody else is doing. So I'm so yeah. glad that you're Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Like even the sounds that are trendy, I can't use those. I mean, that they all sound crazy to me. I'm like, I'm not having stuff <laughs> yelling at me. I feel like it's very aggressive and, and no offense. Like if that's your thing, do you, you know, but for me personally, I'm a vibe with my old school music that I've been listening to the past 20 years and it still sounds amazing. And that's what I'm going to do. Granted, if I use the sound, it might get me more views. But like I said, I'm not trying to show up just for the views. I I just really want to be authentic. And I hope more people just start being their authentic self, because if we have that, it will make 
social media so much better. Right. And I mean, who? The, listen, tr- the truth of the matter is if you're recording the same way and making the same recipes as everyone else and doing everything exactly the same way, yeah, it is not fun. No, there's me, no individuality. There's no. no individuality. It's just a bunch of like same thought. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you know, it is. <laughs> like boring. You know what I mean? And I just, I really hope moving forward, people just start to be like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to just do me. I'm going to pop off the way that I choose to. And whoever's going to ride with me, they're going to ride with me. And that's it. Cause that's going to make it more fun. Mm-hmm. A bunch of clones repeating stuff that's not fun yeah you know it gets old is on a break and who has been on a social media break I feel like no one probably when I say this people are like you're not on a break I see you but I'm only on stories and a lot of times it's not posting my food or anything like that I'm just resharing other content creators people that I enjoy looking at yeah and I'm laughing at memes like I'm not really so I've been on a break I didn't post I don't think I posted on my feed all t- 2022 I don't think if I, I did, it was a long time. <laughs> I love that for you, but that's so liberating. How do you feel? It is, but like I'm being able to, like, are you okay? Now are you like, okay, it was cute. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, like you, everything you said, I feel like now when I come back, I'm just going to do, do me. And not saying I don't have any regards for my audience because I absolutely care about, you know, the food that they're making and, you know, making sure that I of offer course. value. But I have to put myself first. I gotta put myself first. You do. No, but I do because. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do because the reason I have to is because I wanna have fun again. There was a time before the algorithm changes and all of the ups and downs of just social media where I was creating content back when, like you said, people weren't really doing it. It was just fun. It was fun and I missed that. So I really wanna get back to the basics. Yeah. yeah, I think we just have to break away from the pressure of feeling like we have to and just focus on the why we're doing it because we want to. And like yes. you said, connecting with your audience, your followers, your people, the people who support you. And I've just seen for me personally, when people support you, they're going to love whatever it is that you bring because they just genuinely enjoy you. So however you decide to show up, they're going to be like, yeah, girl, do it. Yes, we love it. Yep, I agree. So I think, you know, more and more people are like you and I, and they're just looking for more authentic content. Yeah, definitely. So what does your workflow look like? Are you, I know you said a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason I, because I know that you can't, when you said how you were creating what you made for dinner kind of thing, that's how I used to be for me back in the day. I didn't really research recipes and do all things. I was like, okay, what are we eating as a family? And I'm just going to share that. I would make videos on YouTube or, or do a blog post. So is that, it's just really off the hip. You're just like, doing it that way or do you I have wish it was I wish it yeah. was but I actually do have order and organization so I feel like my brain is a 24/7 recipe machine I am inspired by every single thing every single second of the day so I'm constantly writing oh I want to make this I want to make this I want to make this right now I have over 600 recipes in my notes that I want to make so I kind of just scroll through them and say okay what am I in the mood for this week out of these new ideas that I have. And then I'll just create in my calendar. I try to film three, if not four days a week. And then I know moving forward, like I'm going to film this, this, and this, this week. 
That way it keeps me organized because baby groceries is too expensive for me to be random right now. Like I have to be very premeditated and calculated so that I can make fewer trips to the store and have the ingredients that I'm going to need for the recipe. So, you know, just being more prepared and organized, it just makes my life easier. Absolutely. And that's like a big part of consistency, like how you can show up even when you don't want to is when you yeah. find things out. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of have an idea like, all right, I want to do that or I want to do that. But if I get inspired by something else, you know, obviously it's my world. I'll change my mind if I want to. Okay. So if I get inspired during the week and I'm like, you know what? I want to make this instead of that. Obviously, you know, I'll switch it up or whatever. But for the most part, I kind of have like a game plan and it's just like a regular day. You know, if you're planning your regular life, you would hopefully meal prep for the week or meal plan in your mind, like Monday through Friday, this is what we're going to eat. So then you kind of know. So same thing, except for I'm making videos about it. Yeah, definitely. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So let's talk about your relationship with food growing up. Like, what did that look like as far as some of the meals you enjoyed? What state did you grow up in? I really just want to learn more about your history. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I am originally from Long Island, New York. Shout out to New York. Born and oh, raised. I don't, get that from, I don't get I don't get that. It's, you feel more Southern, more comforting to me. <laughs> That's because I spent the last like 17 years of my life in Florida. Thank God okay. for that. Okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> That's where you're getting That's where you're getting the south from cuz people are always like, "Oh my god, you're from New York." What? And when I first moved <laughs> to Florida, it was such a hard transition. Like people used to hold the door for me and I would like roll my eyes at them and be like, "Why are you holding the door for me?" What you want? What you want? <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Look, people were driving slow. I'd like be honking my horn. I I used to like take my daughters on walks. And people would wave like neighbors and I'd like, be like, do I know them? Like, who are you? Why are you waving at me? I was so offended. I was offended by everything, but you know, I'd been here long enough. So now when I visit New York, I'm like waving at people. I'm polite. I'm like, thank you. Yes, ma'am. And people are like, what the hell's wrong with you? Girl, go back to Florida. We don't do that here. <laughs> so yes, the New Yorker has left the building, but don't get it twisted because if I am feeling away, she will definitely come out and you will be like, okay, oh, she was in there. She was in there. Okay. And then I'm she was first generation. She was, <laughs> she was she's hiding. She's taking a break. I'm first generation <laughs> Jamaican. So I was the firstborn Amer American of my family, my mom, my dad, my brothers, my grandparents, everybody is from Jamaica. So they moved here in the 80s and then had me. So I'm like the outcast in my family, I always say. It's adorable. So eating growing up, I grew up on a lot of Caribbean food because of my family. But I would say my parents got divorced when I was seven. So life changed drastically because now I was being raised by a single mom trying to figure life out for herself. So during that time, like dinners and cooking kind of became less of a thing. And my mom wasn't a big cook to begin with. So I don't like have, outside of 
family gatherings, you know, holidays or whatever. I don't have memories of my mom cooking, which is funny that I cook. So it became like fast food was what I was eating for the most part because it was easy for her. She was working and trying to hustle and take care of me and McDonald's and Wendy's and Taco Bell and checkers. That was convenient. I ate a lot of Chinese food, a lot of pizza. Like that was my thing. And I took that into my adulthood 18. When I moved out on my own McDonald's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's Mm. what I grew up on. People would say like, do you drink water? I'd be like, yeah, water's in a Coke. What are you talking no, about? Water in a Coke. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got like water is in Coke. Water is in fruit punch. What do you mean? Do I? Yes, I drink water. You know, that was my mentality. And I had my daughter at 18. And at that point, I was kind of like, all right, I can't feed my baby McDonald's. Like, this is kind of crazy. I should kind of learn how to cook. I was still struggling, though, like with eating myself, you know, so I was eating fast food still, but I started taking cooking more seriously. Like I started playing around with food and I kind of realized like I was good at it, but I still didn't think like I'm a cook every day and be like Betty Crocker. You know, I was kind of like, I'll make my baby food, but I'm still going to eat junk food. And then I moved to Florida and I found out what ribs and fried chicken was because I didn't know what that was. And I fell in love with greens and cornbread and pork chops and like all these things that I had never eaten. And I ended up gaining like 60 pounds. I was hella overweight, hella unhealthy, hella depressed. It was like ridiculous for my life. So at that point, you know, I knew I knew how to cook and I was like, you need to get your life together. You need to lose weight, get in the gym, get yourself together. So I remember I had a job doing hotel marketing and management. That's what my background is. And I sat at a desk for nine to 10 hours a day. So during my time at work, I would just look up recipes and I would just look up healthy stuff. And that's when I got into YouTube. I realized there was girls on YouTube making videos about weight loss. And I figured out what they were eating. At this time, I still was eating meat and everything like that. I ended up losing all my weight. Shout out to me. And at that point, I was very American standard, healthy, you know, chicken and shrimp and salmon and rice and vegetables. I kept hearing about veganism and I was like, is this like for the white girls that do yoga, like the weirdos? Like, what is this? This sounds weird. And I honestly thought it was like vegetarian and vegan. I thought it was the same thing, but I kept hearing about it, but I just thought it was weirdos doing it. Like, (laughs) I wanted nothing to do with it. I remember I kept seeing the girl freely, the banana girl. Like I kept seeing her like yell at people on YouTube and I was like, okay, like, why is that? I got to cut you. I got to jump in here because I feel like (laughs) this is the case for so many people. They think they find those people who are like extremists like her. I don't know if she still is, but I know at that point she was. Yeah, she was. It feels like those are the loudest people. And so that's why people just box us all in. Yes. I (laughs) was so turned off. Yes, girl. I was like, uh, uh, vegans are hungry and crazy. (laughs) Look at them, you know? And I'll never forget, I was watching a makeup video of a girl and she was talking about how her and her boyfriend were going to go vegan. And I'm like, why does this keep popping up in my life? Like, God, if it's a sign, just say that. So I kind of, you know, looked up to her and I had a great deal of respect for this girl. So I was like, hmm, if she's going to do it, that's cute. You know, like I'm already healthy. What's trying this. Like, it's not going to take anything away from my life. It's either I hate it or I love it. I move on with my life regardless. 
So I remember challenging myself to a seven day challenge. I went back online, did what I knew how to do, looked up some recipes at that time. Like I laugh now at the stuff that I made for the week. It was like some basic ass tofu, some pasta with broccoli. It was like stuff I would never eat. Like I cringe. I'm like, oh, girl, no. <laughs> but <laughs> at that time, there weren't even a lot of vegan recipes. You know what I'm saying? Like it was very basic, very boring. But so for seven days, I challenged myself. I did it. I killed it. It was fun. It was cute. By day seven, I was like, ain't no way I could ever eat meat again. So I was like, let's find out more about this. Like, what does this really mean to people? What is this really about? And that's when I started to watch documentaries. And I literally cried for like three days straight, finding out about the way animals are treated in this country, how food is prepared in this country, just everything, mind blown, did not know. I was so naive to all of that. And after, you know, diving in deep and really researching and finding out what was going on with the food in America and how these animals are being treated and like all the stuff, I was like, hell no, I can never do that again. So I'm killing it. Like now I'm like, well, I guess this is what I do now, you know? So we're doing good. I remember Memorial Day was pretty close to that. And I was barbecuing and I was making burgers because, you know, my daughter at that time, she was young and I, I still didn't know like what I was doing for real. So I was like, I'm gonna make burgers for my family. It's going to be a cute little moment or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I can eat this burger. Like I didn't say that this is my life for real. And I remember girl, I took a bite of the burger. I got so sick. And I was like, hell no, I will never eat meat again. And that is literally the last time I ever, ever ate meat. After that, yeah, I just was like, okay, sign me up. (laughs) Like whatever, whatever we have to do. And then, like I said, that's when I started Instagram because I was like, I want to know what other people are doing. Like, let's talk, let's build a community, let's do the thing. But yeah, I, I had no idea what was happening. And even for the first couple of years, you know, I look at the food that I was eating versus how I eat now. And one, there's so many more options compared to back then, like even going out to eat, you know, I had to finesse the menu and people had no idea what I was talking about because it wasn't a thing. So like to go out to eat now and see one vegan restaurants, which is so beautiful to see more vegan options on menus on shelves. Like it's amazing because at that time, like that wasn't a thing and the options were very, very, very Very small. We would would go out and have French fries. (laughs) Yeah, girl, French fries. Like that was in like a side salad. I'd be so hungry. (laughs) We had to have everything without, it was basically lettuce and tomato because the croutons, no croutons, no cheese. I can't do your dressing. Do you have oily vinaigrette? Yeah, girl. I was so hungry. You made it. What cucumber? (laughs) It was so so tragic. It was so (laughs) tragic. I used to be so It was so funny because I used to be walking around so positive. It's okay. It's just one meal. And I still believe it. I still believe that it's just one meal. I can go home and eat whatever I want. But it used to be struggle city when you see everybody enjoy their meal. a struggle you really had to save face like no no I swear I'm okay you know like invite <laughs> me out like I'll be fine don't worry about me <laughs> you're watching everybody else eat and you're like looking at your food like oh my god fix yes. it so yes. it's beautiful now to just have so many more options and actually go and pull up at vegan restaurants I love taking people that are not vegan with me 
to places like that so they can experience and realize, okay, this is not so bad. This is so, this is like, I can do this, you know? Right. You can do this. And that's what it's all about. Giving us that grace. Yeah. I'm so, so thankful for that. But at first, you know, it was hard. Like I definitely fell into a line of being super healthy with it. And then like finding out about vegan junk food, I started finding out Oreos are vegan and Sour Patch Kids, like all these things. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. And I ended up gaining weight again as vegan because I was eating a lot of processed nonsense. So at that point I was like, okay, reel it in because we're, we're doing this now, but we went backwards with being unhealthy. And I think a lot of people don't talk about that either of how you could really be super unhealthy in this diet. And I think that turns a lot of people off from it because they see a lot of the processed stuff and they're like, well, that's not good. And you know, I don't want that. So that's why now I really focus more on whole foods and just more plant-based stuff because Mm -hmm. I want people to be like, satisfied with what they're eating and not feel like they're eating something very foreign from what they're used to, but it also come from a whole food source that's healthy for you. Mm -hmm. So what is some of your favorite ingredients to work with? Mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Mushrooms. I feel like that's everybody's favorite. I love- Did you you grew up eating them? Was it something that you always ate or did you do it? No. Okay. No, girl, I ain't heard of half of these mushrooms until just now. (laughs) I'm like, what is this? It's not something I was accustomed to. Jackfruit, something I grew up eating. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So to see like what it does now, like how people use it, I'm like, this is so funny because this was just a normal thing to me. Even Uh with like soursop and stuff like that, a lot of the exotic stuff that people are using was very normal to me. I was, you know, that's regular stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is cute, you guys. I'm happy you're finally finding out about it. I've known about um, this my whole life, but that's fun. <laughs> so what how, what changes do you feel like has happened over the last, how long have you been vegan? What, what year? Since 2016. So it's like okay. seven, eight years at this point. Yeah. So like how, what changes in your life have you noticed since making it? I mean, of course you feel you're loving the food, you're experimenting a lot. But outside of that, what are some of the changes as far as, you know, building your business, anything in your personal life, anything you want to share about how your life has evolved since then? My whole life has changed everything because my life kind of revolves around how I eat, which is so beautiful. So with my business, I have a meal prepping business here in central Florida in the county I live in, in Brevard County where I provide meals for the week for whoever is willing to purchase them. And it's so funny how I got into that. When I started back in 2017-ish on social media, I started YouTube as well at that time. And I remember I used to post my videos on Facebook. And you know Facebook, girl. That's people you know for real. So Mm -hmm. people would like hit me up and be like, wow, this looks so good, but we're not going to make that. Like one, we don't even know what quinoa is. We're like, we don't know where to find that. Cause again, like the South, they're not, you know, we're not eating like that down here. So people would be like, can you make that for me? And I was like, that's weird, but okay. So I remember one lady, she would hit me up all the time and be like, Alethea, like this sounds great, but can you make it for me? So I was like, you know what? I cook every day. I'll give you some of my leftover food if you want. And you could taste like what I eat. Remember she came to my house. She took some food for me. She goes home that night. She calls me. She was like, I want you to do this for me every week. And I was like, do what? 
yeah, I, I kid you not. I was like, do it. And she's like, I want you to cook for me. Like, I want you to cook for me, like how you cook for yourself. And I was like, well, you know, I'm cooking every day anyways for like my YouTube videos and for Instagram. So I guess I can do that. And she's like, I'm going to pay you. And I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, I'm going to pay you. <laughs> I swear to God. She's like, I'm going to pay you to do this for me. And it was so weird to me. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to turn money down. So I remember the first week I was like, okay, well, here's some ideas of stuff that I want to make. Do you, are you interested? And she's like, yeah, this sounds good. Here's the money. You know, we, we decided on a price and she paid me for it. Like two weeks go by, she posts online that she's getting food from me. And she's a very popular person in the town that I live in. She posts online that she's getting food from me. Five people hit me up that day. They're like, how do we get this food? Yeah. Hmm. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) I was just doing this for a friend. Like it wasn't even a thing. I start cooking for more people. At that time, people start sharing it more and more on Facebook. I remember, like, I could cry thinking about it. Like, 30, 40 people were in my DMs. Like, we keep hearing about your food. We keep hearing about how good it is. I want to change my life. I want to be healthy. And it meant a lot to me because it was Black women that were coming to me. And I always have a heart for our women because I feel like we're not sought after in the health You know, like if you look in the health industry, you see slim Caucasian women. You don't always see women of color being shown, you know, like you could be healthy too. So I was like, wait, I have a chance here to like really do something for women who look like me. And yeah, I started cooking weekly for all these women in my area. And I, I delivered the meals to them and everybody was just vibing with it. So I was like, I'm onto something. Let's start a legit business, started my LLC, got my food license, got all of that stuff. And now I do private catering and I do the meal prepping and I do private chef moments and all from that little interaction. So that changed my life drastically with my food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like a huge well, thing You kind of just fell into it too. I love that. Yeah, it was so random. I think I fell into all of this. It wasn't a plan, but you know, it makes it more beautiful to me because it wasn't premeditated. It was literally like I was going with whatever. And if it worked, it worked. And if it didn't, it didn't. And clearly it worked because I'm here now today to talk to you about it. So, you know, I love it. And I think a lot of people get intimidated by it, but it's just by anything in life. But, you know, just try things and... You can literally do anything. I'm like a living testament because I never had a plan to do anything that people see me do, you know, as long Mm -hmm. as you believe in yourself. So that was a huge way that eating, being a vegan changed my life. But internally, spiritually, I always say, like, when you stop eating animal products, your third eye opens and it's like you see life for the first time. It's like you have 2020 vision. And I really just felt connected to the earth and to the planet and to humanity. Like, again, you say like, I'm more nice, like the South, but I also think changing the way I eat made me more nice. (laughs) I'm not as aggressive as I used to be. I don't want to argue. Like I used to do a lot of toxic behavior. I used to party a lot. I used to drink a lot. I did a lot of drugs back in the day, something that people would never know about me. Like I was a party girl. I was going to raves. I was doing literally everything very, very toxic. And when I changed the way that I ate, it literally changed me as a whole person. 
Mm. It made me it just kinder. compassionate all the way around. I yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So just for that aspect alone, I always tell people like if you're struggling with depression and anxiety and any type of mental illness or anything like that, your diet affects so many things. And just transitioning to a more plant based diet will it will it will really really heal so much within you. Mm-hmm. So good. So, so, yes. so good. So this yes. is like a perfect way. Literally. <laughs> yes. Okay. So look, we're getting to the last question and I need to know what is it that you're looking forward to after we you got on here? You're like, I don't know the last few years and I feel the same way. So what yeah. are some of the things that you're looking forward to in this new year and beyond? I'm really just looking forward to letting people know who Alethea is because I don't think people know for real. You know, even you said it yourself, like I've kind of popped in and popped out and people know that I do food, but I really just want to connect with my community of people and let them know who I really am. And I want to be able to help people. I have such a heart for helping people and helping people know that anything is possible. Anything is achievable. I really want to be a face, especially in the black community. I do not feel that we are represented very well in the vegan side of the black community. So I want to show like we can eat our home cooked soul food in a plant-based way or in a Caribbean way and go back to our roots and just kind of give ourselves a larger platform for us to be confident and comfortable within our skin and within ourselves, and just have more representation for us. And I, I just want to be a voice for the voiceless. Yes. I love this girl. I and you really are do. really working hard towards that. Yeah, I can see it. And then Thank the fact you. that you come into it and you're just like, I'm going to do me that that's like icing on the cake. You want to keep going. I love it. Yes. Thank you. I just want to keep giving that energy and I just want to make my daughter proud. You know, I want her to look and be like, yo, my mom really did that. Did my mom's that, that girl. Yes. let us know how we can follow you on instagram or anything else you want us to do before we wrap up yes so alethea is finally launching a website after five billion years i was like ew i'm not doing that (laughs) (laughs) so stay tuned for my website it's going to be launching next month i'm also doing my first cookbook it will be an ebook another thing that i've been procrastinating with So in order to keep up with me and not miss any of these things that I will be working on, like I have so many fun projects happening for this year and beyond, you can follow me on Instagram at my name, which is Alethea, A-L-E-T-H-E-A, Todaro, T-O-D-A-R-O. That is the one and only place you can find me until we have more spaces to find me. I will be getting back on YouTube. My YouTube channel is my name as well. So, and I have a TikTok. I just did that last week. It's weird over there, but I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> Wait, what's weird about it to you? What's weird about it? It's just different because <laughs> I'm yeah. just used to Instagram. So I'm like, okay. You know, my daughter's like, mommy, you got to do it like this. And like, I'm like, okay, whatever. Show me. It's so, so much more relaxed to me though. I, li- I like it because I feel like anybody can win over there. And I feel like with Instagram, it's uh, it's about aesthetics. and No, you're you know, so right. And people, that, but I just feel like yes. it's more like People so keep like telling that. me that they're like, you could be yourself on on TikTok. So I'm like, let me see. Isn't what it sad about. that you have to say that though? That you could be. 
<laughs> like you don't have to wear makeup or nothing. Just show up. <laughs> that is sad, but it's also liberating for us. Like, yeah, we need a space to just be us. So I think it's kind of cute. And um, I'm there. Same at Alethea Tadero. TikTok, yes. YouTube, Instagram. Well, Alethea, thank you so, so much for being on the show. I had a good time with you as I knew I would. And we'll talk soon. Thank you. I appreciate you, Monique. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts to make it easy for others to find us. Also, tell a friend. Be sure to share the episode on your Instagram stories and tag Brown Vegan. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.